Alright, this episode is to show support to all asthmatic communities out there, of course, as the asthmatic community. I'm a member of the asthmatic community. Um, we are in these difficult times where we're also facing um, COVID, which I could say I think it's a chronic. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And um, in more ways, it could affect people in asthma. And we thank you so much for those so far who have stayed with the asthma condition up to this point, taking in the time to have just an extra inhaler, inhaler or an extra lung just keep you alive and able to do what you guys want to do all right we start the episode here we go all right welcome back it is your boy major dropping it down with the second episode of just major thank you guys so much for listening to the first podcast um we're gonna have 13 plays so far not not, not the not that bad i would say but it's a good good audience it's a good audience of course you guys love me to ramble ramble a lot of stuff of course uh because we had a little bit of hitches it just with the recording as i explained it to you we did have times the audio went static for just a few minutes but the rest of the recording was okay but we were able to yeah, i think for now it's, it's gonna be clear i hope so and uh, we're able to keep things rolling um at the same time i did record another podcast so probably um We'll be releasing it at double time, so you'll be listening to two podcasts from me. Of course, just to enjoy the week you missed last week, and we're now missing you. Are now getting in to grips with this week. Um, of course, every podcast will be uploaded every Monday um, at at eight o'clock in the evening. Um, you know, just give myself time, just for you guys not to forget. Forget. I, I don't want to do this like um, um, just. Uh, that's why I decided to wait up to. Monday, so we can actually do the release. So every Monday at eight at eight p.m., go to go to Spotify. Um, it's where it's most common my podcast, or you can you can go to Anchor FM. Of course, I might send the link. You're able to listen to those two podcasts. It's basic rambles, but of course this one is a bit more grounded. The other one is uh, um, just a basic ramble. But you guys will always have to get great connectors. You connected to your beginnings. Alright, um, this episode as of course, um, in my intro, um, it is dedicated to the asthmatic community, of course, um, I'm a part of the asthmatic community, um, um, and we, we, we are here in 2021, and, uh, we out from, uh, almost out from COVID, of course, but, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a scary, scary, scary moment for the asthmatic community last year, because, of course, COVID not only, um, you get those kind of symptoms um, and most research shows it is a chronic disease and um, others have gone to the fact that um, people who have diabetes um, this is another disease yeah but also asthma is also included um, due to it being a chronic illness asthma of course so that is the reason as to why yeah, there were a lot. There were a lot of um, you know, negativity, a, a bit of negativity, but but a lot of um push for we need more information about COVID, especially as asthma people, so that we can able to you know, um, manage ourselves even at this time of pandemic. And of course, yeah, but um, as for me, I'm 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 
as for me, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I've not had so many attacks back um this this past two years, so for me, I feel like uh, yeah. But you can never be too cautious. Um, things can happen. All right, so we're gonna start off. Um, we're gonna start off. I, I just wanna mostly talk about how my asthma came to be. Of course, um, yeah, it came came to be back in in twenty twelve, um, back in back when I was a kid. I think I was I was in the fifth grade class five for you guys, <laughs> for you guys in Kenya. Um, yeah, so it's like I came out from playing and and stuff like you you know how I used to play like a states a states you like play. You're out since morning. You're out from eight all the way to six. Like, okay, the time you come back, you say that you're going to drink water. You drink two glasses of water, and this time you're not like you're not alone. Like, <laughs> like your friends are with you. Like, uh, like Jerry, Jerry, or Jerry. Like, let's head to your place. Like, your place is near here. Like, why don't you grab grab a glass of water? But like, okay. So like, I give everyone a glass, or we share one glass. Like, we didn't really care. We just wanted to go back to the action. And all that stuff. So, um, ended up sharing and and uh, sharing cups. Good thing back then there was no COVID, so I, I won't really care less, really. <laughs> and I was a kid, so you, you wouldn't talk me in that. <laughs> so, um, I, like I I played um, I think almost the whole day football and stuff, and like you know just just being a normal kid enjoying the the normal Saturday weekend. I think it was Saturday, right? Yeah. Saturday weekend, so I came off. I was like exhausted. I was tired, and I like I was breathing heavily. I think I was I was from running. Like like uh, I think we, uh, if I can remember, I think that time I think we broke a window, and I and I, and I was I was almost close to being the victim because, <laughs> yeah. But uh, like so, like I ran all the way home. So then um, I, like I was exhausted. Like I was breathing so hard. So then let me go and chill in, chill in, in the couch. So like I, I chill there. I already put Nickelodeon on. So at that point, like I was, I didn't know how how why I was breathing so much. Like I was gasping for air, like like stuff. Um, at that time it was like in the evening, in the evening, and it was the weekend. So mostly my parents were around. Um, so like my 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 mom noticed and she was like, "Hey, you okay?" And I'm like. I'm I'm still gasping for air, so like, so I I felt like I was like, like wheezing. I was wheezing at the same time. I was like, like that was my first asthma attack, like my very first. So we ended up um ended up taken to the car, and then um we ended to our our nearest um hospital, of course, uh, um get get hospital. That time we were living in Langraza, yeah, so. Went over to Gertrude's, um, just did it like that time. I don't know, it was stretched off, remember? Um, so like, that time they, they didn't have like, those, um, peripherals for, for getting my, getting air to be pumped into my chest. Like, oxygen tanks, all that stuff, including Ventolin, that whole liquid Ventolin. So like, um, they didn't really refer us, so we like escaped and like, like, we had decided to, to go to Aga Khan, we, we drove all the way. I think, I think, yeah, we, we like drove all the way to Aga Khan, the, the, the main hospital. Imagine from Getschutz in Nairobi West to Aga Khan in Westlands. It was like, whoa. So, at the, the, there's um, already the oxygen tank was kind of used, kind of, kind of used, but then, then actually, they actually referred, they referred us to Nairobi Hospital. At, at that time, I think 
once we're getting off Gertrude's, it was around, uh, it was around nine or something, I remember. And then uh, once we're getting off, like, Aga Khan, I, I don't know how long that was. I think it was, uh, like, a half an hour drive. I think traffic wasn't there that much. It wasn't there that much. It was the weekend. I don't know. I don't know how the traffic wasn't there in the weekend. It's weird. But, uh, yeah, so we ended up in Aga Khan, I think, I don't, you know what, let me not say the timelines. So I got referred to Nairobi Hospital. The only time I can remember is because uh, once we were done, once we were done, um, it was already midnight. So the Sunday Nation was already, <laughs> was already being sold. So I got referred to Nairobi Hospital and then, uh, and then, then like they had the oxygen tanks. Like I went to the pediatrician, right? Like. They added to the awards, like, uh, I had to just chill for a bit. I was still breathing at the, like, at that moment, you know, I was, I was trying to gasp for hair, like, my dad, like, opened all the windows, <laughs> all the windows, but at the same time, like, I, I feel like I was going or something, like, it was, it was crazy, like, I was wheezing, I was like, I was like losing air and all stuff, I was finding it difficult to breathe, like, you, you know, the, you know how the asthmatic thing goes. So like we we went to the ward, we chill. I chilled in the in the bench in that in that bed. So like they had everything. Um, they required me only thirty minutes for me to inhale the whole liquid thing inside my system, and then I chill for like so like I basically took an hour, an hour to just get back to normal. So after that, like, I, like at that time when I was in a gas mask, you know, like. Those are the times I was like wondering, you know, when you're in a gas mask, man, like you're about to die and stuff. Like, yo, what's going on, you know? And I, you know, and I was like, I was like literally crying because I felt like I was going, really, really going. And although yes, the liquid was now, you know, it was going into my, my lungs. I was kind of feeling okay a bit. I just the whole the whole thing that my a face mask is on my face. It just felt like I was going to die soon, so I was like really, really crying. Then like they removed the mask, to say said if I can breathe a lot, then like yeah, so maybe chill for a few, and then they called me in for for like some kind of you know assessment and stuff, and yeah, that that pretty much started the asthma the asthma life. It's it's kind of crazy. It was a crazy time. Um, I think I think. Overall, the school actually got aware of my condition. So there was a time, actually, I think, I think because this thing happened, happened back. I think is it's it should be it should be April, yeah. And then, I I think my most closest teacher, I think, she was a Madam Stella. Like there was there was a time like I got like a a fit. I don't I I, I like some. It wasn't really a fit. I was feeling a big pain in my chest. Like she rushed me to the reception. The reception called my parents, and then then I was taken off from, with a mat all the way to to Aga Khan. Now now not now not in not in Westland in Timor. Not I do not know how my dad missed Timor. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it wasn't open back then. I don't know. I'm not really sure. But yeah, that's that that's how it went down. So. So like that's it. Like that's how my asthma life started. And of course, the the times, they did. I I I get to be mentioned like it's mild, um, mild. Um, then more so, 
when I progressed much further, um, mostly I used to get attacks due to my emotional change. Like the times when I when I feel so sad or okay, like this this kind of emotional change like goes on. Like um, and I feel tensed. Like something bad's about to happen. Like that's when my breathing is very very high, and and all that stuff. I think that was mostly it. Like I was feeling so much anxiety and stuff like anxiety like triggered my asthma attacks and i used to go for referrals for this uh this whole this whole hospital in gong road um specifically for for these chronic illnesses and stuff if i can remember the name i don't know so like uh yeah it was like being assessed and stuff but uh and stuff it's now when the doctors were now realizing like i was i was getting like anxiety shocks and stuff and that's what what used to trigger um, my asthma attacks. Lately, back when I was in, in seventh grade and also part of high school, like, um, when I used to get those anxiety attacks, like, it just activates the asthma thing. And um, I was headed in for a very, very, <laughs> very long day. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's, those that my struggles back in the day. It was, what, this is, this is a disease that was, is so foreign to me. Um, important to me the experience with it was was well was just uh it was so hard it was really really hard and um like when you say hard of course it's not the amount of attacks i used to get um, most of my attacks were caused by anxiety and stuff like i felt i felt tensed up like there's something i did wrong or something like everything was supposed to be right and, and all that stuff like uh something's bad to happen i might get a lashing from teacher stuff like that those are the things that were building up in my anxiety like you know i'm a person who wants to do better like i want everything to be perfect and all that stuff so that's the thing so like it not not only were those um the struggles uh, me as an asthma i don't i want to say my asthma patient i'm like i'm personally living in asthma um they used to be like the people's people backlash, you know, like, people backlash, like, you, you receive negativity because of the, the situation you are in, um, there was a time, like, um, I remember you, I, I did get this anxiety, I think it was my, my second, my second time, because my first, my first time I, I went home, um, from, from school, my, my high school was so far away from where, from where we were staying, like I don't know, it's just the other side of the equator. <laughs> so like, uh, like the first time, the first time I did went, I did actually went to I think it's Kisumu or something. So like, that that was the first time. That that time I was dealing with my my legs. My legs were kind of like like sore, like they were puffing up, especially when you're playing basketball. There there there's some instances where you're legs puff up. I don't know why it's because I think it's the pressure or something. I don't know. Or it's like the constrictions of your veins when you're like, you know, you're being on action or something. I don't know. Yeah, like those other things. Or you could say like my my shoes are tightening, so that stuff. Like there was a lot to go through and, and stuff. I think that was the first time. It's like when I did when I did not get those anxiety fits and stuff now, which triggered like the asthma. Like you know, like I'm so far. Like the, how am I gonna manage this? Um, the inhaler's not working. And, and all that stuff so at that, there's at that point in moment it was like it was like exams or something 
it's like um it's like at that moment you know like i wouldn't i, w- I was expecting like there's something big that's going to happen it, it was exams okay i was i was told like i was i was, was going to be picked or something so i can go and get assessed in the hospital so like ever like my bag <laughs> I, i like throughout the whole week uh, whole week um like my bag was filled off like i was packing early like you know after that exam like there was like three days um and then we were going home right so like yes and they're going home so like my bag like i literally had packed for the like was it the first no it wasn't the first meeting i think yeah it was the other one like i'd, I'd literally packed early <laughs> like i really wanted to leave like everyone thought like i wanted to leave and and that was the thing like that was the negativity i was getting like people didn't know what i was going through um i was going to uh, of course like yeah yeah i used to chill like because main hello was working and like i didn't i didn't have anything else to do all i only had to do is like sit somewhere where there's free air and just chill for a bit like chill for like a few minutes and get back in like that's the thing like i don't know why i was like doing that but once i used to keep doing that like i always felt relaxed and, and stuff so um it's like i packed early like everyone in class was like yo what's going on like what's going on like you're not going to get picked by your dad and, and stuff like t- like those things and i was like yeah yeah, yeah it's like he's coming and stuff and that was the thing like of like how's he coming in and, and uh this this it's like he's like a miles away you know he's from Nairobi I'm, I'm from the other side of the country like how is he gonna come of course I had, I had cousins who are living around around maybe they were contacted probably to reach out at the same time it was kind of like raining or stuff um so yeah okay eventually I did I did get picked up like after the exam I was picked up and like that's it like But then I said, like, the weekend, and I came back, and I, like, everyone was like, why, why did you come back? Like, we are closing just a few days, <laughs> a few days next, like, what's going on? And I uh, like, okay, I need to pick up a few things and stuff. I know. But um, that's the negativity that, that, that there is. Like, uh, like, people thought, like, it was a joke, because it happened during the time I was doing an exam. So people were, like, thinking I was, like, skiving and all that. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not skiving. I'm, I'm feeling bad. Feeling bad, why? guys believe that and all that stuff like those, those are the things and really really i i felt i felt bad at the same time i really felt was in, into that context because because you would expect like like your classmates to kind of understand you i mean you you did mention before you were asthmatic so why wouldn't they understand all stuff or stuff like that's the thing and i That's the thing, and I, I, I hated, I hated that every single bit. I, every time I used to get it, I get it. Though it was more proficient when I was in my first year, second year of high school, so, like it was more proficient than I think my last years were, were okay. I think I chilled for a bit because I wasn't doing anything else. I was just like reading stuff, just taking a few, few walks, like not engaging too much, like just caring about myself and all that stuff, that stuff. But but really um this is the negative i i mean the experience is different from for other people you know uh for other people because easily you might might be down as an outcast sometimes sometimes um 
sometimes you feel like you're the special person and uh, I, I, just, I just remember I think um, once once we, we came back from our from that break that eight month break so like I came back then everyone's like you know like talking and then you know like you know like they were explaining those things about asthma affecting this special type of people diabetes and all that stuff and you know but like I don't know. You, you you know people like joking and saying, "Hey, you know, if you get if you get COVID, like you're gonna die. Like, you're you're a, you're a special case." Any Halima Ujuji, I was like, "What? <laughs> what are you saying? Like, like, like that's the thing. Like that that's so negative and so wrong for me to for you to tell me that that I get, you you want us to understand like it's jokes, but seriously, like." I felt like that wasn't a joke because this is real, uh, this is real. And when after that comment went down, I mean, how many people got COVID at the time? Almost fourteen. The school didn't release the 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 correct data because they didn't want everyone to get worried. But over fourteen people got COVID. Actually, it should be more. It should be more. Maybe I I got COVID because I I felt really bad after that case was released. This was this they said did they say four, I think they said four, but it was fourteen and it, and it could be more. How how we contained it I don't know. So that's the thing. So that's the thing. So yeah, like I I I really have to live with that. I really have to live with that backlash and backlash. And say you know it's fine. I mean it's my condition. Yeah, you're not the one who is who is experiencing it. I am. So you don't know my pain. And, and that's the thing. So I just live with them and hunt them. I don't know. I don't, I don't even talk with them anymore. But anyways, that's pretty much me. Of course, um, of course, um, our build up to the whole asthma thing. Right now, it's mild. I have I've had no attacks whatsoever. Um, I've kept to myself, just chilling and all that stuff. It's it's been a great time. But my inhale is still in my bag, of course. So here's the thing. Um. Why? Why I decided to talk about this whole asthma thing? Of course, we we we're, we're in a in a situation where we are going in a pandemic, um, um, especially for the asthma patients because this is a chronic disease, um. So they needed much the people the community needed much more information, and in so sense to, to see if they can manage themselves even as they fight this pandemic, you know, and um there are a lot of, there are a lot of things going on with. With asthma patients, especially because is easily for for mine, it's only just a puff, puff, and I'm gone. Like like I'm I'm back to normal. I'm away, but there there are other asthmatic patients who they are living in gas mask, like this, uh, all this stuff. Like they're wearing masks sometimes. Um, sometimes they have. The gas mask implanted, like oxygen tanks implanted, on the on the bedrooms. Sometimes they have to go to the hospital, like every every week, just to get their chest cleared, and all the stuff. So, so the experience is different. Sometimes it's horrendous for asthmatic for those asthmatic patients who are really severely um, um, being affected by by this chronic illness. Um, sometimes it's it's just the whole mild attacks and then you need just an inhale and you're good to go. But at the same time, the experience also it's not it's not great. You feel your chest is tightening, you have pain in your chest. Sometimes you wheeze. 
with sometimes you're gasping for air, it's like it's like you're air, it's like you're being deflated or something. There's a whole deflating and then that sound coming off from a balloon. Like that's that's the feeling. And 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 to me, um, of course, of course, when it come to this kind of like age, um, and, and time, I'm a, I'm a young person, of course, like uh, young person, of course, a lot of young people are facing asthma, um, as compared to, I think the oldies also do, yeah, but it's that kind of mess statistics. But I think I've seen a lot of kids going through asthma, um than adults I, I haven't seen any adults carrying an inhaler I don't know maybe maybe one maybe two I don't know I'm not really sure and that and that's the thing like how how do we manage asthma patients people like us how, how do you manage us is, is it is it is it a task I don't it's not a task really it's not really a task to manage an asthmatic patient um, it depends on how you see it but um, of course, if if you're anything and and if this is a person who is suffering severely from asthma, I think you need to stand by him and stand by him or her, and um, you know, and all that and all that stuff. Now, 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 a lot of things can come with asthma. There's there's um restrictions like the things you can't just do, and for me, it used to be vigorous activities, like I couldn't play football. I couldn't run. Uh, I remember when I remember when I when I was participating for this sports day. It's like every member of our of of each club was supposed to like this time like qualify or something just to choose which is the who is the better person to to present for red team best for blue team you know all that stuff. So of course I didn't make it to position one, but I was at fourth place. But like after that race, like I just crawled down the ground and started started just you know just groping my chest and, and all the stuff it's a good thing like um my a friend of mine called chris just carried me off to to the dispensary and um i was able to check out like uh, that's a good thing and that's that's it like have that support and all the stuff um fast med patients of course as, as, as i've mentioned there will be a lot of restrictions but that doesn't mean you can't do them. I I currently play basketball, and although not competitively. And if I do play competitively, I can't play all four quarters in a set. I can't. Maybe one or two, and and I'm done. Like it's just twenty five. Twenty five minutes, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. So uh, so for me, I feel like, I just. You just I just can't the the things that we're the restrictions you can't do vigorous activities there's sometimes um can't even go to the gym can we, can we go to the gym I, I, maybe you can I don't know but yeah those vigorous activities is what I mean it's what's essential to our bodybuilding system like running around you know being active in a sport and all that stuff like like now that we are off that picture like. What else do we do for a living? Should we, should we do, do to develop our bodies, you know, and all that stuff? I mean, it's not eating a lot and stuff. But, yeah, that's the thing. And um, that's the thing. So, but we have to live with the fact that these restrictions shouldn't bar us from doing what we lo- love to do. I mean, I, I still play basketball. But as much as it's a vigorous activity, I still play. I mean, that's it. 
if it's football, I mean, I I play for a few minutes and then probably get subbed off. I'm not that bad. I'm not I'm not holding grudges when I get subbed off, but just be involving, you know, like don't don't make don't don't let it feel like all these restrictions. You can't play football and all that stuff. Like you how you like you should go for it. Try as much as you can, not to exceed your limits. Just try evenly and I'm sure it's gonna help you out of course um, uh, if you can't pick up other vigorous activities I mean try playing the piano of course um, for me for me if anything if, I, if I've restricted myself to vigorous activities like sports and stuff like running I mean being a music producer of course I mean that's that's one way of building myself up right yeah and pick up other talents that you can just do. Just mind talents, play piano, become a music producer, um, see you um, play chess and stuff, like play Monopoly. Like, yo, like, there's not really much restrictions. It's just that condition feels like you're being barred from it, you know? You're being barred from um, experiencing all these things. Like, like in the case of smoking, I, I mean, I'm sure the, the, those asthma patients were like, man, I want to smoke, but no, it's it's going to tarnish my, my lungs and stuff. I've not really encouraged you to smoke. Please don't. Do not smoke. Please. Never smoke. <laughs> and I'll I mention right now, I'm not going to smoke. I cannot drink and all this stuff. I've mentioned it to so many people that the closest thing alcohol is monster. For me. That's for me. Any energy drink. That's closest for me to drinking alcohol, and of course there's the the whole holy communion and stuff. But seriously, I I'm not gonna smoke, and I can't drink. Like that's the thing. If I find, if if I end up if I end up finding a girlfriend who does that, <laughs> okay, I'm being loyal. Shit, but if I end up finding someone who does that, I'm, I'm not, and she wants me to do it, like I'm just gonna play this podcast and say I made I made an oath. And I said, I'm not going to smoke, I'm not going to drink, drink. And I've mentioned that if you want me to feel like I'm drinking alcohol, go bring me Monster Brain. Just go bring me Monster, a mucho loco, something that we were drinking in our first episode, and you're good to go. And yeah, then secondly, um, secondly for those asthma patients, first we said, just don't feel like you're restricted. You can do anything. You can still do anything, anything anything but just gauge yourself you know gauge yourself and yourself don't push your limits and then start you know being affected again like don't feel like you're restricted but be at your limit and that's the thing our second second is please have friends to care about you in this type of condition because asthma kills <laughs> no let me mention asthma kills it kills bro you you lose gasp for air and you die like that's the thing you will die from asthma so for those people who are like what joking around they don't know they don't know i can die and maybe i'm important to so many people and i'm, I'm sure right now i'm so many i'm so important to many people like everyone else is important to everyone like that's the thing that's the thing it it kills so please uh, so please be with that someone who is gonna care for you when you're in that position 
um, there's there's only one person in it. One person. There's one girl. Um, of of I I told her about my condition. Like we were sharing, um, our allergies and stuff. So I I told her about my condition, and stuff. And uh, it was so surprising for her to ask about what other allergies or sicknesses that you're undergoing through. So like I had to become honest and stuff. And then I like explained to her since I'm asthmatic, like you can now handle my cases if I get an asthma attack. Like, like the inhaler is always in my third zip pocket. So once I'm in that position, just go grab it and just remember it's two puffs, and and just make sure everyone is is very clear of of um, this space. Like I needed air, like all that stuff. Like that's the thing. Like have those friends to do that stuff for you the stuff for you not like i'm saying you're dedicated and all stuff have those caring friends you know you know and and i'm sure it's gonna go good and stuff stuff that thirdly thirdly and i, th- I think probably will be our last one our last one remember we said restrictions have friends to care for you especially during at this time and third third please please take your meds <laughs> never miss never miss and a lot of stuff like never miss taking those meds they're, they're, they're like your life support the people who face asthma who depend on their inhalers as life supports as much as it can be ventolin of course ventolin is kind of like small so basically that that's it's like your helper but there, there, there's some machines and there's some drugs that are life-savers to asthmatic patients, especially those who are undergoing severe asthmatic illnesses. In the sense that they can't get off bed, they have to be in a gas mask for all the time. Like, that's the thing. That's the thing. So, even in asthmatic, I know there are many who are mild or probably, you know, many who are, who are experiencing mild conditions of asthma. Please do not do not miss having an inhaler with you. Like yeah, yeah, I did share this one time I shared my inhaler with someone or someone shared my inhaler with me. Like oh but please like have it somewhere, like it's like a wallet or something, you know? Like have have your inhaler somewhere and uh, and when you just feel down, like just take a puff of it and you're good to go. Go. And in any ways seek medical advice if the symptoms persist if you're still wheezing if you're feeling just in your pain like tightness if you feel like you're so tired like you're exhausted and, and stuff or if you're experiencing anxiety fits that surely brings up an asthma attack so please as much as yes you want your friend you want friends to be cautious please be cautious with yourself and don't mind, don't mind when you're cautious and everyone would think like otherwise, you know, when I was cautious about my health because, and I got scared about it because no one was responding, uh, responding. And now I'm getting this negative words that I'm skyping exam, like I'm, I'm being concerned and, and other stuff. So, so as much as you're here, be concerned about your health, uh, health. And that's why people really asked we need much more information about this COVID nineteen thing. Like, what 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 is the effect? Where is it affected? Is it in the lungs? Is it in the heart and stuff? Like that's the thing. 
Yeah, that's the thing. And I'm sure once you get concerned about yourself before other friends get concerned about you, but you, you have an easy chance of living it in. And, and that pretty much should give you a leeway to continue with their lives, mate. Like, don't feel like you're groped, you know? You know? I always loved um, my mom. I, I used to go, like, there are times when I do get cold and, um, like, have a lot of mucus or something. You, you know, also the other, the, the other causes of asthma is when you have, like, mucus um, accumulation, especially in your bronchitis and stuff, all that stuff, like, it's going on. Um, the people tend to swallow the mucus. I don't, I don't know how. You kids, shush. Uh, like, compare kids currently and right now. Right now, mature, they can't do stuff like that. Maybe bite my nose is a bit close. But really, like... Oh, so, oh man, you know, let's not forget that, let's forget that. Yeah, that's like, it's like, there are times when I do get cold and, of course, there was always that, like, when I do mention, like, um, like, asthmatic and stuff, like, mom will always say, no, 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 she, he's not asthmatic, it's cool, it's cool, like, it, like, sometimes she wants that thought to get off my head, but, you know, it's a, it's a true thing, so... She's a bit wrong in that sense. She doesn't know how it, how it goes down, probably. Maybe she knows. You never know. You never know. But but that's the thing. Like, once you deem yourself asthmatic, asthmatic, and when you deem yourself that way, like, you will give yourself so many restrictions and all that stuff I've kind of explained just that you have to do in that position. So, yeah. That's a lot of rambling, of course. <laughs> is, is a rambling good? Did we ramble nicely? I, I, I think we rambled good. Uh, this is a grounded ramble. We rambled about one topic. It wasn't like the first episode, of course, I could ramble about anything and spend like two hours rambling. But we rambled on a very grounded topic, of course. And this is in a case of, of asthma. And um, asthma. And of course, the people experiencing asthma, they're around the world, mate. They can be your closest friend or probably your worst enemy. I mean, sometimes we have to just treat our enemy as our friend when it comes to such situations. Because that's real human, mate. Really human. Alright, so after that uh, after that kind of talk, we are actually coming to the end. I know it's kind of like short, but anyways, I, I didn't want to ramble so much about it and, and all that stuff. But, you know, as always, this episode I'm sure it really was dedicated to the asthmatic community to you guys out there that I am with you I'm part of you guys we go through the same thing together and um, let's forge on forward forward even as we're still humans in the world so we are able to do much of the things we can invent we can become tiktok stars we can be content creators we can be music producers, we can be an elite footballer, an elite basketballer. Never let anything to be restricted. It goes across in any other diseases. Never let any disease restrict you from doing what you love to do. And that's, that's our quote for today. Never let any disease restrict you from doing what you love to do. There you go. There you go. That's the quote of the day. The quote of this podcast and the quote of this episode has come to the end of this second episode of Just Major. Of course, it was basically major on the asthmatic community. Community, 
you can be an asthmatic, asthmatic patient too. But we'll be there for you, of course, and we'll support you every step of the way. Good as to all others who listened to the first episode, of course, it was a great ramble. Um, new beginnings was a nice touch. Uh, nice touch to just kickstart this, start this exciting um, podcast thing. Of course, this first season will be all about me and all about my experiences. Second season, I might think of doing interviews and then we'll just push it on from there. But um, yeah, that is pretty much it. Um, pretty much it. Of course, this episode was puff puff in a way. We uh, everyone getting um up up in a way vibes. <laughs> yeah, but puff puff in a way is the title of this podcast. Of course, to support the people um living with asthmatic conditions. Of course, the hashtag will be asthma life. It's already been used. It's a trending hashtag. Hashtag, but I'll be using the hashtag asthma life to promote this podcast. So that um, most, I mean, it's my point of view. So it's it's not really scripted. I don't want things to be scripted. I'm just gonna say it naturally. There will be stammers and all this stuff, and things going. So, so keep keep to it. Keep to it. Keep to the listening. Of course, listen to episode one straight up on Spotify. You're gonna listen to this too on Spotify. We have a third one also coming up. Coming up. Um, come back. Should I should I spoil the title? Let me spoil the title. Alright, so the title reads um, When Your Parents Gave You Your Phone. Gave You a Phone. Hmm, a very interesting one. Interesting one. What do you think I'll talk about? I don't know. But um, yeah, until until next time, of course, um, it is goodbye and stay classy. Peace. <laughs>